Hello, I am Night Kramer, and welcome to the first episode, my first ever podcast. Before we have this started, I am no lawyer or anything. I am the airport supervisor for Arthur County, but that doesn't mean I can't explain cases and give my opinion on them, and that is what we are going to do in today's episode. I'm going to inform you about a case about Richard Phillips, who was misconvicted all the way back in 1972. And he spent 45 years in jail. Which makes Richard. He spent the most time in jail. From any other misconvicted person. By a long shot. This man was unlucky. In his trials. He was framed. And the whole situation. Is just shaky. Imagine spending 45 years in jail for something you didn't do. It's cr- absolutely crazy. Absolutely crazy. So, further ado, let's get started. Richard Phillips was sentenced to prison for a murder he did not commit in 1972. On March 3rd, a highway worker discovered the body in a cluster of trees near a road in Troy, Michigan. The autopsy showed that the man had been shot in the head. Fred Mitchell was then arrested by a police and then questioned. Fred has a pretty lengthy track record with armed robbery and possessions of firearms. In July 1971, he they confiscated a 22 pistol from him. That is shaky right there. That just shows the track record with him holding weapons and everything that he might that he could have done it. If just his track record alone makes him a very suspicious subject due to those reasons of the end of the possessions of the firearms. He then told the police that he wanted to speak with them. Mitchell blamed it on two other men, Richard Phillips and Richard Palombo. Fred then said that those two men killed Harris. Days later, Phillips and Palombo were convicted for first-degree murder. On the day of the killing, Mitchell said that he met up with Phillips to plan the murder. Mitchell testifies that he was dropped off at a bar to be a lookout. Phillips and Palombo arrived in a taxi to the bar and then said that they had killed their target. Palombo's parents said in court that Mitchell's story was shaky. First off, they had no cousin named Jackie and then that they had no family in the mafia. So you're telling me that this man not only lied about the family, but also has a lengthy track record. This is just, this guy, you can obviously tell he's into bad stuff. And that I don't know how they didn't look deeper into the family during the trial. And that obviously his story was not right. He was lying. On October 5th, Phillips and Palombo were convicted for murder. They were sentenced to life without parole. In 1990, behind bars, Phillips began to paint because he was bored and wanted to do something during the long days in his prison cell. During his 30 years in jail, he fell in love with art, and when he was released, he would then start his art. Phillips became became addicted to painting. It was the only thing that he wanted to do. In his cell, Phillips began to paint in his cell and listen to music for hours. When Phillips was in jail... He had a job that paid $100 a month, and over time, he gained enough money to hire a lawyer, which during the trial he hired, 
and it didn't work. He was still in prison. Richard was then a broken man. He knew that he might not ever see the light of date again for a murder he did not commit. During this time in prison, Mitchell was also in jail when Phillips had the plan to kill Mitchell for making him go to jail for a crime he didn't commit. Since Phillips worked in a factory, that meant that, meant that Phillips could easily grab metal to make a knife or shank out of. His plan was to stab Mitchell in the back as an ultimate plan of revenge. When I looked this up, the murder, it said nothing about how he killed him or even like actually stabbed him. So obviously the plan didn't go through. I feel like that, Mit- that Mitchell, or sorry, that Phillips knew that if he attempted to kill him, he would actually never see the light again, the light of day. So I believe that he didn't kill him because he knew that it obviously, first of all, it wasn't good. And first of all, if he actually had a chance of being released, that if he did this, he would never, never be able to be a free man again. In 2015, Phillips took a polygraphic test, also known as a lie detector test, which showed that he was telling the truth. This helped Phillips' case amazingly because it showed that he was part of he was not part of this crime. In 2017, Phillips was released on a bond. After being in jail for more than 45 years, Phillips has spent the most time in jail for being a wrongly convicted man. There are more than 3,000 people, just like Phillips, who were later released from crimes they did not commit. By a long shot, Phillips spent the most time in jail. Trials like this show that anything can happen even if you are innocent. Due to Phillips' false conviction, he was given $1.5 million to compensate all of his years that spent in a cell. And just imagine, after you get released, you're basically in a new world again. You have to learn new technology, everything, how everything works. Everything has changed since 1972. He is in a completely different world. So imagine just being in a world you might not have any family or anything, and you're just roaming the streets. Although you have the money, you still don't know how society works or anything after spending all those years in jail. I feel like that would be that was the hardest transition for Phillips, is going into the real world when you know nothing. I believe... I believe that Phillips is innocent because he doesn't seem like he would be a killer the way he acted in jail. He never had any... There was no reports of him acting bad in prison. And all the tests he did showed that he didn't do it. From the lie detector test to the blood test, nothing connected to Phillips on the day of the murder. So I believe that... So I believe that Phillips was innocent and was on the wrong place at the wrong time. I believe that Phillips was associated with the wrong people at that time. And that he most likely was doing bad stuff, but he didn't have it in him to actually kill a person. Phillips was framed for the killing, making Phillips a very unlucky man. Although it was 1972 and there was still racial stuff going on, I don't believe that had anything to do with it because, first of all, everyone in the murder was African-American and that I don't believe that they would just point out one person 
even though they're all black. Like, there could have maybe been some racial stuff going on there, but I don't think that would have played a role just due to the fact that all of the people involved were African-American. Um, just because that would just be a little ridiculous. But um, after Phillips got out of jail, he began to sell his paintings. And those paintings sold for thousands of dollars. Um, you can look up the paintings online. Um, they're actually really interesting paintings. Um, he actually has really good talent. He gained up a really good hobby in jail. Um, oh, and also we get to the last part of this. On March 28, 2018, following a review of the evidence, the prosecution dismissed the charges. Worthy issued a statement saying, It has been determined that the case against Phillips was based primarily on false testimony of the main witness in the case. The system failed him. Everyone failed him that day. His lawyers failed him. The jury failed him. And the people that he thought were his friends failed him. Richard Phillips was a good person and was just obviously on the wrong place at the wrong time. And he got the... And finally he got out and can be a free man and roam the streets like he deserves and still paint those paintings because he's really good at it. And that's all I have for the podcast. I hope it wasn't too terrible, Miss Jurgens. Um, yeah. And that's it. Peace.